Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. It is 3.30 from sunny Florida on a very nice Wednesday. And this is Dr. Simon. And I do the show called The Stories We Live By. And I try to put all the material that I talk about into the notion of a story. And today I am writing uh, a particular, uh, for a particular reason, uh, I became uh, Facebook friends with a, a Brit by the name of Gordon McKay. Um, I think he's a Brit. Uh, but anyway, he has been writing nice things about my show. And uh, recently I picked up a, a comment he made. Uh, apparently, if I could read the emotions into it, uh, Gordon was shocked and dismayed by Donald Trump. Uh, who has been uh, a climate change denier. Uh, uh, his, uh, the individual he chose for the head of the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, is a uh, climate denier. And Gordon, uh, who c- considers himself, as I do, both a rationalist and a devotee, an admirer of science, uh, was very upset by this. And as I say, apparently shocked and surprised. And he wrote to me uh, this particular sentence I want to quote. If scientific rationality and its product of truth is no longer a guide to belief and action, what basis can psychiatry claim as its datum of sanity from which to measure I wish to measure, excuse me, I was interrupted, variation and deviation. Uh, How can they say that? Well, a number of things I want to discuss in in today in my response to Gordon, who I thank for his uh, comments. And it's always nice when you can address something somebody said rather than guess about what people's feelings and thoughts are. Uh, uh, about my broadcasts. And so I want to say this. Uh, Gordon, don't be surprised at what's going on. Uh, Let me talk a little bit about science and the notion of truth. Now, you did put uh, quotation marks around the word truth. Uh, So you were trying to uh, sort of hedge the bet that science produces truth. And I believe that uh, it's very hard to find the truth of anything. The value of science and the rationality, the scientific method that goes along with it, um, the value is of establishing factual truth or a certain degree of factual truth. Uh, When anybody tells me, and sometimes it's uh, people in religion, that God provides absolute truth, I shudder. I don't believe there is absolute truth. I think that all truths contain the biases that human beings bring to the very questions they ask as scientists. But what science is good about is trying to figure out how things work and how things uh, fit together and avoid the superstition and irrationality, the magical thinking that is the default method of the human race 
in trying to uh, deal with problems in living uh, and with each other. Uh, science is relatively new, and rationality, I suppose there have always been rational individuals, but the idea that uh, a civilization uh, such as ours has literally created an educational system predicated on the idea of teaching rational critical thinking is from a historical point of view nothing short of a miracle and the reason i believe that this miracle has taken place and i put miracle in large quotes because i don't believe in actual miracles um, superstitious miracles uh, otherworldly created miracles is that the technology that has uh, now created such problems for us in so many ways, created an economy, especially in Western civilization, that allowed us to get off our knees in the fields, uh, allowed us to uh, do something other than pick up sharp sticks and try to hunt down animals as they hunted us down. It has added immeasurably to the length of our lifespan and the ease with which we live and the amount of food and clean water and, and medical care and other things that extend life and make it easier, which gives us time to do all of the wonderful things that our civilization can do, uh, which includes to me the arts as well as the development of the various sciences. Uh, and I say again, and I will stress again before the show is over, that it is music and poetry and art, and thank you, Gordon, for the poem by Matthew Arnold. Uh, my own poem, my own favorite poem, is by Yeats, The Second Coming, but both of them, I think, are products of World War I and the dismay uh, that it caused that human beings, with all their science and all their rationality, could put their science to use uh, in effectively killing millions uh, and being totally irrational and tribal and authoritarian uh, in, 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 in uh, the way in which the slaughter of World War I occurred. Um, it, it has changed. World War I, actually the Civil War, the first great modern war, uh, and, and World War I especially, change the view that millions and millions of people have about a society in which uh, clerics scream from the pulpit that to die for God and country is the highest of orders and that uh, our tribe uh, is loved by God more than any other. Uh, in Europe, uh, the rate of, anti of, of, uh, of atheism, I think, is about 80%, and it is the fastest growing religious, I put that in quotes, belief here in the United States. Um, so the idea uh, that science is a, a arbiter of truth uh, is, has to be taken carefully. And the problem with science is that while it's great factually, it doesn't produce moral truths. We could take our facts and because of them, uh, make moral statements such as it's good to live longer, it's good to cure cancer, it's good to increase the food supply on the earth so more people can live. But even there, one can make, and people do make, moral arguments against the idea that, that this growth 
should be called progress because with it comes all kinds of serious problems like pollution and overpopulation. Um, so moral truths uh, are, are really not the province of science. I say that, and I consider myself a scientist. Now, what does science mean to me? Science, particularly in psychology, as a, as a member of the mental health industry, and if that sounds like I'm a bit cynical when I call it an industry, I am, but that's what it is or that's what it has become, and I'll get to that in a little while, uh, as a member, is to think critically, to think without otherworldly, supernatural explanations of things. Uh, that has been the power of science, and that has come up against over and over again those who find living under the idea that we are, to, to, to employ Darwin's notion, that we are an animal that evolved from uh, monkeys, so horrendous, it crushes the ego, uh, it attacks the idea of a soul, an immortal soul that will go to heaven uh, and, and live forever. It attacks all of the comforting, uh, magical ideas, the superstitions uh, that comfort. But again, uh, if science has, pay, we pay a price for our science in terms of atomic bombs and overpopulation and massive pollution, we pay uh, another price for living in the comfort that God wills uh, and God loves us because the world is not going in a particularly good direction and hasn't uh, when we employ those ideas. So science involves critical thinking and involves a belief in observation, a belief in creating explanations for things that are called theories, which is another word for an educated guess. Uh, it, it, it demands that we live with doubt rather than uh, accept things as the truth and that today's truth in science can be overthrown. Uh, in the last 50 years, uh, Einstein's view of the universe was challenged uh, by, uh, by the notion that at the subatomic particle level, uh, all kinds of things occur, which according to the larger world couldn't occur so that everything is thrown into doubt. And the idea of science is that critical thinking. So where are we at this point? Well, I think science is new. I think the Industrial Revolution is only a couple of hundred years old. I think the idea of being rational uh, is, is a relatively new way for human beings to focus on the world and to be educated. And always in opposition to those who find living under those circumstances, living under the notions created by Darwin, that we are evolved animals, of Freud, that we are irrational uh, beings that are governed by unconscious sexual and aggressive desires, that uh, Marx, uh, who overthrows the notion that the rich have a right to be rich 
because they are superior, innately superior to the poor. All of the rationalists and philosophers and scientists and theoreticians who have in the last several hundred years uh, created a kind of a oasis of rationality and critical thinking, but always under attack, always under attack. When I was a young boy, I saw a movie called Inherit the Wind. And in it, uh, it takes place in the South, and it's about uh, the teaching of Darwinian theory in science classes. And those who believe it is the work of the devil and, and, uh, 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 and the work of, of the godless, and I feel attacked by it, um, have a teacher arrested who insists on teaching it. And at the end of the show, it's clear uh, that while he's found guilty uh, and charged a dollar tax, a dollar fine, that rationality won. And I always grew up from that point of view, believing, and I think, Gordon, if you hear this, you would believe the same, that somehow our modern time is defined and anchored in scientific rationality, in critical thinking, in uh, rejection of otherworldly uh, explanations and superstitions. But I'm here to suggest that that is not so, that I agree with Freud that under the right conditions, these can be swept away in a moment. They are swept away in the Middle East, which I want to remind my listeners that in the seventh century, they were the scientists, the mathematicians. They were the ones who opened their doors to different religions and overcame so much of the tribalism that has literally destroyed all manner of civilization in the Middle East, in Syria, and, and other parts of the Muslim world. Can it happen here? Yeah, I think it can happen here. Will it happen here? I don't know. I don't know. I am terrified uh, about what Trump has unleashed and the kind of people, the person he put in, not only the head of the EPA, but this uh, woman's last name is DeVos, uh, as the uh, commissioner of education, the secretary of education, a woman who would like to literally uh, create a curriculum uh, destroy public school education by the use of vouchers and uh, this whole business of uh, scientific creationism uh, to be taught alongside the uh, scientific curriculum, particularly in biology. It's not merely that science, uh, the science curriculum is, is being un undervalued, uh, uh, undercut. It's all of science in the last 10 years uh, by the Republicans throwing red meat uh, to what's called their base uh, that is undermining science and replacing it with all manner of not only religious uh, ideas, which can be a very powerful force for our common notions of morality, of sympathy, of kindness, of generosity, of, of, uh, of, 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 of you know, what, what most people might think uh, as, as a moral base, but all manner of conspiracy theories, the 
theory we just had, that this, I'm sorry, the, the election we just had, was factless. And all terrible conspiracy theories about uh, Hillary uh, killing children and anything that was on the Internet believed, no matter how uh, unproven, no matter how unscientific, no matter how awful uh, the, the, the accusations were. So we're in danger there. Now, finally, your question, Gordon, talks about psychiatry and science. And uh, I don't know how many of my shows you've listened to, uh, but I, I urge you to read two books. Not mine, but my mentor. Uh, I actually did a radio show a few years back, which you could find on my list, where I interviewed Thomas Zass. Uh, Zass, to me, a fabulous libertarian uh, and a clear-thinking individual uh, who wrote two of the best books uh, uh, to, to put, place you where psychiatry actually is. One, The Myth of Mental Illness and uh, The Manufacture of Madness. Uh, I have a good friend out in Albuquerque uh, who thinks that the better book is The Manufacture of Madness, but both of them taken a necessary reading. There is nothing scientific or democratic about psychiatry. The older I get and the more I see how it operates, the more it is nothing that relates to science. It is an authoritarian, actually a totalitarian demand that we believe that human unhappiness, which can result uh, from injustice, from abuse, from neglect, from loneliness, from the breakdown of the family, the breakdown of community, from the results of authoritarian persecution, that all of these are merely uh, uh, brain problems that can be called an illness. There is no evidence that there is any brain problem in any of these. And the moment that would happen, psychiatry and the mental health industry would collapse because they would then not be called mental disturbances, mental disorders, or mental illnesses, but they would come under the rubric of physical medical illnesses and real medical doctors. People who value their medical education and practice real medicine would be the ones to treat it. Neurologists, endocrinologists, and people like that would be the ones who would find out uh, uh, how best to treat those brain maladies. They are not brain maladies. And what makes psychiatry and those who follow it so totalitarian is that they not only demand that you follow the rules of, of uh, capitalistic society, that you work, that you work hard, that you're aggressive, that you get good grades, uh, that you're polite and kind and neat, uh, which necessarily okay, but not made, you know, uh, that have nothing to do with science, that has to do with uh, common morality, but that your thoughts are the right thoughts, that your emotions are the right emotions. They go after you and condemn you, uh, my field does, if you think the wrong way, if you show emotion the wrong way, so that the judgments that are made, which pose as medical diagnoses, 
uh, a totalitarian in that you can be condemned and labeled for the rest of your life and put on drugs for the rest of your life or told to be on drugs or forced by the courts into prisons, renamed mental hospitals. Okay? Your civil liberties can be taken away from you. The power of these individuals is enormous. Um, so there's no science there, Gordon. It is authoritarian. It is not democratic. And all of the good people I know who labor in the field struggle one way or another to contend with the terrible labels that they put on people, which then people put on themselves. I am a schizophrenic. I am a mental defective. I am a manic depressive or bipolar. It's not that I even have it. No one ever said I am a cancer. I am a diabetes. Uh, we have these are diseases that are part of the self, that are part of the person. So if you want to use schizophrenia, you can say that somebody behaved schizophrenically. At least then there's motive. At least we can look at it as part of the behavioral adaptive pattern of an individual rather than an incurable disease. That, that now takes over and defines the very identity of the person so labeled by the so-called scientific establishment, medical scientific establishment, and then the self. So, let's try and hold on to the rationality we have. I will continue to do my shows I will continue to speak out in this venue and others. Uh, let's keep a firewall as best we can between religion and civil society. Because uh, once the mob, in the name of God, goes after the godless, the dehumanized, and the, the, uh, 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 the dangerous, uh, all civilization, all science, all rationality is swept away, and there is nothing but misery and, and, and blood. Uh, do I think it's going to happen here? I don't know. But uh, the election, this election, after 10 years of Republican uh, uh, throwing red meat to the more irrational and superstitious among us, for however good reasons they are that way, uh, we're in danger. And so I think it behooves all of us to write poetry, to uh, read our poetry to others, because it's not science that ultimately, for me, establishes the best of moralities, but it is the arts. It's the telling of stories, human stories, humanistic stories based in fact to the degree that we can uh, verify the facts independently of our egocentric, uh, irrational, superstitious needs to deny the facts. <clears throat> well, I feel I've said enough. I may even do a second show a little later. Uh, I did a show on self-identity and politics, and I realized afterwards there were things I wanted to say. 
Uh, and I may, in an hour, do another half hour to complement the ideas on that show. Gordon, thank you for your comments. Uh, let me know maybe a time that uh, I can do a show and you can come on uh, because I'd like to meet you, if not in person, and certainly in the venue of, of uh, uh, Blog Talk Radio. And I think that's it. I think I said what I wanted to say. So may rationality rule. May science, uh, a science of life rule. May uh, democracy be the way in which uh, we express uh, and, and uh, uh, our de social desires and uh, resolve our conflicts. And uh, may, as in the words of uh, Spock, live long and prosper. Okay, I'm going to end my episode. Say hello to my wife, who just came home from, she uh, works as a, an aide, volunteers as an aide in a hospital. And uh, that's a wonderful thing to do. Uh, bring comfort, bring pleasure, bring joy. Take care.